what they did to Staff Sergeant, uh, decorated Staff Sergeant combat war veteran, um, Joe Biggs, was not only a travesty of justice, we should never allow that to have happened to any American, of course, but especially not somebody that's received two Purple Hearts and served his, his country honorably. Uh, they want to go after Trump at the expense of Staff Sergeant Joe Biggs. Here's the beautiful side of all of this. is As a result of this first hearing, uh, I'm going to call this out right now. Um, there was an attorney um, that gave a presentation, framed uh, Alex Jones himself. I've put that information out there. Stuart Rhodes, Alex Jones, he misrepresented what he put out there. He should have a state bar complaint filed against him. We should also have our congressional officials, because of what happened last night and the way they laid things out, this was a Soviet-style show trial. This had nothing to do with congressional oversight or investigations. This was mainly to propagandize the public. Uh, these people need to be held to account. And I would say, at, at minimum, the penalty should be that they should stop the proceedings and correct the information that they put out last night because it was a fake, a fraud, a lie. And I'll tell you what, uh, people that are pending trial right now, like Staff Sergeant Joe Biggs and of many, many others, hundreds of others, uh, have been so not just disparaged, they've been denied their due process rights, uh, they're prejudicing the jury, uh, tainting the jury with false information. These guys cannot get a fair trial. It doesn't even matter if they request a change of venue. Uh, the damage that was caused, and that's the blessing in disguise, is that these buffoons that go after President Trump at the expense of our Constitution and a lot of great Americans, um, they, they need to be held to account. These proceedings need to stop. And with me now is Pete Santilli, the Pete Santilli Show. And we're going to get his breakdown and reaction to the sham hearing, the Hollywood made-for-TV sham hearing that was last night. And, and Pete, let me just start the conversation off by saying this. I don't know if there's ever been a better example put on display with such a mass media push behind it of where the country is currently at. I mean, a banana republic, uh, the Politburo, I mean, the Ministry of Truth. I, I, really, I really don't even know how to properly classify what we witnessed last night other than just total political corruption, total partisanship, uh, a total sham, total fraud, and it's just, it's just totally encompassing of everything that an authoritarian, tyrannical regime represents. And it's just, it's, it's unbelievable to think that this is what we're experiencing now in America. A panel of nine liars that know they're lying, know what they're doing is political hackery. The media goes along with it. I mean, I just, it's sad, Pete, that, that our great country is at such a low point right now. There's, um, there's a, a positive side of it. You know, uh, it, previously we've had this vague and ambiguous stuff that they throw out there, and you can never really hold these people accountable. But here's the, the beautiful side of this thing. For those of you that watched that first hearing, uh, you were probably disgusted, if not nauseated like I was, especially, and we need to talk about this, what they did to Staff Sergeant, uh, decorated Staff Sergeant combat war veteran, um, Joe Biggs was not only a travesty of justice, 
We should never allow that to have happened to any American, of course, but especially not somebody that's received two Purple Hearts and served his, his country honorably. Uh, they want to go after Trump at the expense of Staff Sergeant Joe Biggs. Here's the beautiful side of all of this. is As a result of this first hearing, uh, I'm going to call this out right now. Um, there was an attorney um, that gave a presentation, framed uh, Alex Jones himself. I've put that information out there. Stuart Rhodes, Alex Jones, he misrepresented what he put out there. He should have a state bar complaint filed against him. We should also have our congressional officials, because of what happened last night and the way they laid things out, this was a Soviet-style show trial. This had nothing to do with congressional oversight or investigations. This was mainly to propagandize the public. Uh, these people need to be held to account. And I would say, at, at minimum, the penalty should be that they should stop the proceedings and correct the information that they put out last night because it was a fake, a fraud, a lie. And I'll tell you what, uh, people that are pending trial right now, like Staff Sergeant Joe Biggs and uh, many, many others, hundreds of others, uh, have been so not just disparaged, they've been denied their due process rights, uh, they're prejudicing the jury, uh, tainting the jury with false information. These guys cannot get a fair trial. It doesn't even matter if they request a change of venue. Uh, the damage that was caused, and that's the blessing in disguise, is that these buffoons that go after President Trump at the expense of our Constitution and a lot of great Americans, um, they, they need to be held to account. These proceedings need to stop uh, after this first one. And I can present a legal case, and I'm not even an attorney, but unfortunately I've got too much legal experience with them. Well, so do you want to lay that case out now? Because, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I see the positives from last night. The positive I take away is that most people know that's a lie. I mean, most people can still identify a liar when they see one. Most people can still identify a sham, a fraud when they see one. So I believe most people that, let's say, that tuned in that were neutral to that, if that audience existed last night, are sitting there saying, that's a liar. This is a fraud. This is a sham. But so what? Like you said, the the January 6th defendants are now facing what should be mistrials because this is now tainting juries, tainting judges, tainting the whole process. So, I mean, if there is a positive, that's the positive I take away from it. But I agree. Yep. These things should be stopped immediately. I don't expect them yep. to be. Well, well no, they, they need to be. As a matter of fact, Marcus Childress, I'll call him out. I already have uh, his state bar license numbers right here. Uh, I'm going to uh, pursue that. He's an attorney. And we're not talking about politicians like Liz Cheney. And I'm going to outline what Liz Cheney did that was so egregious that it should cause a mistrial with Ryan Samsell. Um, as a matter of fact, if we could go, if we go to clip number one and maybe go like three quarters of the way in, uh, just because it's a longer clip, but three quarters of the way in where that one Capitol police officer, the female, uh, was describing what happened to her. Uh, Liz Cheney actually played that clip of how she was attacked and she was unconscious and all this stuff. Well, she stopped the clip at the most important moment. And then we'll go to that second clip. But about three quarters of the way through a uh, clip number one, let's take, let's take a look at that and you'll see exactly what I'm referring to. They selectively edited this thing and it's so egregious. And I mean so egregious. Um, what what she did as she testifies, Liz Cheney cuts to this video of Ryan Chil uh, Ryan Samsell, sorry, with the red hat, 
in, in, in Owen, as you recall, he turns his hat backwards and he's grabbing the, the barricade and she's trying to hold it back. And she and, that's, and by the way, they don't put Ray Epps in there. Ray Epps was right there. He was never shown last night. No, uh, he, he was just very, very brief, briefly, I think so. But here's the most egregious thing that happened. They show Ryan Samsell. Uh, she goes back on her heels, right? And essentially what happens, they, they miss this clip. But this is a perfect depiction. She stops the clip at a very, very strategic time. Uh, and my my second uh, my second clip that I that I sent you guys, if you can pull that up, it's a short one. Okay, what she selectively edited, and I know this because I spoke to Ryan Samsell. He literally helped her. He rendered first aid. No, you can see his reaction after she falls down. He grabs his head like, oh no, oh no, and then tries to stop her from getting hurt. Yeah, go to if you could go to clip number three. It shows it right where she uh, she actually cut it off. And that's, here he is, Ryan Samsell. Uh, she, she cut it off at, uh, at this point. And Ryan Samsell actually turns his hat around. She gets pushed back a little bit. And he actually goes around the barricade and renders first aid. And there's Ray Epps right there at the front. There's Ray Epps right there. Okay. I have some breaking news about that as well. And I'm going to do this on InfoWars exclusively about what's happening at that front barricade. And, and by the way, let's just analyze this real quick. So, cause I'm just watching this again with you right now and, and we'll continue the clip and you break it down. But as you can see here, folks, okay. So Sam cell is there with his hat on and he actually is not the, he's there. He's in a bad position. He, he probably would have acted differently in hindsight, but he's there in a bad position. He's standing there. And then all of a sudden Ray Epps comes up and then eight guys clad in black start shoving the barricades back into that officer. Who are those Who are those people clad in black? Liz Cheney stopped the video where that, that uh, Capitol Police officer was actually pushed back and she was injured, and she selectively edited it to not show Ryan Samsell actually assisting. And the Capitol Police officer actually testified that she was knocked out unconscious, so she doesn't have any recollection of being assisted by the MAGA Patriot. There she is falling down and then Ryan Samsell literally renders first aid by helping her up off the ground. They left that out. That's very egregious, very prejudicial to uh, Ryan Samsell. And guess well, what? Well, yeah, else? there's no there's no counter uh, there's no counter representative. There's no counter lawyers. It's just all Democrat party propaganda. That's exactly right. Now, on the other side of this break that's coming up, um, and and I I informed Alex that we have whistleblowers internally that were doing facial recognition at that front line. The majority of the people at that front line were quote unquote friendlies and feds and were excluded out. Ray Epps was one of them and that's why he actually got wiped off the FBI's list. Well, and I'll tell you we what, Pete, and, and we'll also, we'll juxtapose that with the video I have that a lot of people have seen and there's more video out there. I got one example of groups clad in black then going into the woods to change into Trump gear. I want to take a minute out to address the viewers and listeners of InfoWars and to remind you that we've been vindicated and that world government and its tyrannical aim of depopulation is now out in the open. Everything you and I have done together has been historic. And we cannot continue in this fight without your support. I want to encourage you all to be part of history right now while you still can to get the third and final coin in the founding member coin series, the come and take it free men bear arms coins at 1776coin.com. 
In just a few days, this coin will be gone forever. And you will have the coin in your possession and know you helped InfoWars stay on air at the most critical time in our 28-year history. So I want to thank you all for your support. I want to encourage you all to be part of history and to get this historic memento that keeps us on air at InfoWarsStore.com or 1776Coin.com while you still can. We're back here live on the Alex Jones Show with Pete Santillo and Schroer filling in. One of the individuals involved in the impeachment shams, remember they did the Russia hoax sham, they did the impeachment shams all to get Donald Trump. Daniel Goldman says, we may be watching chilling video and wrenching testimony, but Donald Trump should be seeing handcuffs. Uh, no, these, these liars... The, the only crooks involved in this thing are all the people sitting on the panel. And then I can't believe they get anybody to go along and lie with them. I mean, this is one of the biggest mysteries of how they get so many people to lie with them. Do they really hate America that much? Do they really hate Donald Trump that much? Clearly, they're afraid of Donald Trump to run all these shams to try to destroy him around the clock. But, Pete, it doesn't stop there. Uh, they've got lawyers trying to frame innocent people with this deal, and you, you, you've got them. Absolutely. And we're going to get to that in a second here. And I'm going to I'm going to kind of lead the way here. But first, I, I want to I want everybody to recognize that what they did to Staff Sergeant Joe Biggs because of his status as a double purple heart, a, a combat veteran, uh, served honorably, got out medically discharged. He's actually being held pre-trial, OK, and he's presumed innocent, but they used his name as if he led the entire thing. But they're, of course, going to go after him. They, you see, they're going to pursue President Trump at the expense of the likes of Staff Sergeant uh, uh, Joe Biggs, of course, uh, Enrique Terry, all of them being held pre-trial, all of their names being disparaged. They want to go after Trump, but it's at the expense of our Constitution. Yeah, and let me just kind of rephrase that, Pete, too, because this is such a key point, and this is why these people are so dangerous. Folks, they don't care Collateral damage means nothing to them. They don't care who gets killed. They don't care whose lives are destroyed. They don't, they don't care if the entire civilization collapses for their agenda. Literally, collateral damage is nothing to these people. They want to get Trump. They want to destroy our freedoms in this country. All the lives and culture and civilization that gets destroyed in the process, they don't care. That's right. That's absolutely right. Now, I'm going to say this loud and clear on Infowars.com. There's no doubt about it. Our elected officials must step forward because of what happened last night. Isn't just some political game. We're talking about lives at stake here. We have Americans sitting in the gulag in D.C. Uh, pre-trial. The presumption of innocence is destroyed. And the information that's being put out there is to deceive the public. It was a Soviet show trial. Uh, none of that information would have ever withstood the scrutiny in a court of law. I'm going to give you an example. This is a bombshell. It's never before uh, been seen until last night, of course. But this Marcus Childress, he's not a politician. He's a licensed attorney. I have all of his five licenses. He's licensed in many different areas that we're going to obviously uh, pursue him and file complaints. The appropriate people should. Alex Jones, for one. I want to play this clip that's on. I just published it on a Rumble channel. We're going to uh, broadcast it exclusively here. This attorney framed uh, Alex Jones uh, just a short segment during that hearing yesterday and Stuart Rhodes as well. Stuart Rhodes and Alex Jones were framed by an attorney. These attorneys know better. What was done was egregious. Let's go to that right now. It's a short clip, but it's powerful. On December 19th, President Trump 
tweeted about the January 6th rally and told attendees, be there, we'll be wild. Many of the witnesses that we interviewed were inspired by the president's call and came to D.C. for January 6th. But the extremists, they took it a step further. They viewed this tweet as a call to arms. A day later, the Department of Justice describes how the Proud Boys created a chat called the Ministry of Self-Defense Leadership Chat. Uh, in this chat, the Proud Boys established a command structure in anticipation of coming back to D.C. on January 6th. The Department of Justice describes Mr. Tario coming into possession of a document called the 1776 Returns, which describes uh, individuals occupying key buildings around the United States Capitol. The Oath Keepers are another group that the committee investigated. You better get your ass to D.C., folks, this Saturday. Yeah, if you don't, there's, there'll be no more republic. But we're not going to let that happen. It's not even an if. It's, it's either President Trump is encouraged and, and bolstered and strengthened to do what he must do, or we wind up in a, in a bloody fight. We all know that. The fight's coming. The committee learned that the Oath Keepers set up quick reaction forces outside of the city in Virginia where they stored arms. The goal of these quick reaction forces was to be on standby just in case President Trump invoked the Insurrection Act. Did the Oath Keepers ever provide weapons to members? I'm going to decline to answer that and put them on grounds for, for uh, and due process grounds. On December 19th, President Trump tweeted about the January 6th rally and told attendees, be there, we'll be wild. But the extremists, they took it a step further. Let's stop it right there. Owen, here, here it is. Uh, this attorney... Uh, he just he laid it out at the beginning. I actually just repeated it at the tail end of my video. He said December 19th, President Trump sent out a tweet and incited people. Uh, and it was a call to arms. Uh, and then he w cut to Alex Jones on November 10th. How can Alex Jones be incited? How was there a call to arms based on a tweet that was sent out December 19th? And then jumbling all that together and associating it with guns, of course, the QRF. Well, I'll tell you what, the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys and anybody that went to D.C. with firearms, which they're legally allowed to do so, didn't take them into D.C. because it was illegal. They stored them where it was legally appropriate. Yeah, they're another big lie. They say, oh, armed protesters. They didn't have a single armed protester there. That's right. Now, here's another uh, most egregious thing. Um Stuart Rhodes gave testimony voluntarily. I, I guess he just stepped forward and gave testimony, but he asserted his fifth, his fifth Amendment rights. What did they do with that information? They presented it in the show trial to create the impression that he's guilty and then show guns and show Alex Jones. Jumbling all of that together, not by a politician, an attorney. That well, and attorney let, me just, let me just interject something too here, Pete, because there's a full spectrum here as well. Mm -hmm. I believe that at the very outset of this, and I hope Republicans investigate this, <clears throat> and Democrats, if they lie under oath, then they should be held accountable. But I believe right at the outset of this, they planned on making this a big Hollywood production right out of the gates. And they knew we need to start compiling. Um, we need to start compiling everything we can. Let's get as many people deposed as possible, so they have thousands of hours of deposition that they can boil down to ten minutes and cherry pick to get the to get the appearance that they want. Same thing with getting thousands of emails, thousands of text messages from all these people. Cherry pick it so they can have the exact presentation they want. It took them a year and a half to do it. Now they have it all. They're doing their little presentation. They're showing you one percent or less 
of what they got. It's the 1% that they can use against their political opposition. This is all a big Hollywood production. I'm not going to talk about your case specifically. You as an American, let's say because of your circumstances, that's all I'll say about your case. Because I understand and respect why you need to remain silent in that regard. You found out last night, formally and officially, that the U.S. government knew well in advance through intelligence. Cheney said that they knew that there was going to be an insurrection. They knew there was going to be violence. They knew that all this stuff was was supposed to happen. It was all pre-planned. It was all done by President Trump and his co-conspirators to insurrect. But they had one person standing there at the front face of the people coming up to the Capitol. The doors were left open. They were totally understaffed. And Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer uh, basically denied President Trump's request for National Guard. Are you upset that they knew that there was going to be violence, there was going to be chaos, and they knew so well in advance and did not provide you as a peaceful uh, person that was assembling there and acting as a journalist? Aren't you upset that there wasn't enough adequate security knowing what they knew? Absolutely. I, I am furious that the Democrats stood down for security that day. All of these defendants, okay, were put in circumstances where they're emotionally charged because they love their country. They thought that, well, everyone went there to redress grievance, to stand peaceably, and there were provocateurs internally. And I'm just going to end on this note. Uh, are you upset right now that there are whistleblowers internally in a small group that have identified with facial recognition, including Ray Epps, that that's why he was removed? He was a friendly that the majority of the people at the front line of that uh, that initial breach were all feds. Are you upset right now that that information is not being revealed? That the videotapes are not being revealed because it'll reveal through facial recognition who the feds were that were mingling inside and outside the Capitol? You should be, Owen. America should be upset by that. That it was federal agents put in the crowd and inside the Capitol that provoked the whole thing. And we've got citizens like Staff Sergeant uh, Joe Biggs, I'm singling him out because of what they did to him last night was so egregious. Sitting there pending trial while Liz, Ch Liz Cheney used the U.S. Congress for political purposes. Yeah, and let, me, so let, let me put it this way. I am extremely upset that this entire January 6th day now seems to be like it was an entrapment from the very beginning a la Michigan FBI Governor Whitmer kidnapping. It seems that they were running the exact same entrapment technique on January 6th in Washington, D.C. And guess what? It was the same FBI leader that ran the fake kidnapping of Whitmer that was leading the charge on January 6th, folks. You know, there's another angle to this, Pete, that really shows how desperate the Democrats are. It's like a it's like a rabid uh, raccoon or something that's cornered and is just gnashing and, and slashing violently. Uh, so, I mean, that shows that they're panicked because they know they're the bad guys and they know that in a legitimate uh, circumstance that they are not going to be victorious. And that's why they had to run all their marketing. Now, I didn't take the time to print the thousands of different tweets, but I wonder if they weren't paying people even to market this event. I mean... Anna Navarro marketing it, Mark Hamill marketing it. He's always got his popcorn. Do you think he voluntarily did that, or do you think someone encouraged him to do that? Michelle Obama, Hillary Clinton, all other Hollywood actors, Hollywood liberals, mainstream media. I mean, in fact, guys, roll, clip, um, roll the clip that shows all the different 
news networks versus Fox News. I guess that's clip eight, guys. Put that on the screen right now. So, I mean, they did a massive marketing push for this. Any cable news station last night that, that does live news coverage in the evening covered it live, except Fox News kept their host on and they kind of went in and out of it. Every other one did it. Okay, now let's do 2,000 mules. How about that, Pete? How about now we air 2,000 mules on every news network, cable news network on primetime, and let's have everybody market that to the public too. So, I mean, again, if we want to talk positives here, which it's hard to do, but we need to do it. I mean, it really shows how desperate they are that they had to beg and plead for everybody to watch their sham hearing last night. And I, don't, I haven't seen the ratings numbers yet, but my guess is the ratings were not good. You know, we had more people on our getter feed than CNN did uh, uh, on their, their Facebook feed. That should tell you a lot. And we have a small show. Uh, but, you know, the positive side of things, let's, let's go at it at the jugular. Marjorie Taylor Greene, she was at the podium before the hearings. She was calling out the fact that the video hasn't been released. You know what we need? We need all hands on deck from our ultra-MAGA patriots will step forward and say, these proceedings need to stop. Here's the positive thing. It was so legally egregious. You can't put together in a court of law montages and say Joe Biggs and then show nooses and then mention President Trump's tweet, uh, you know, December 19th and then cut to Alex Jones on November 10th. You cannot do that in a court of law. You can't build these montages, have them out of context for the purposes of persuading the jury with lies. So therefore, these proceedings which are intended to deceive the public because they flat out told lies and we can prove it legally. The uh, Republican officials need to step forward and say, pause on these proceedings. You, we, need to, we need to verify this information you're putting out. You're deceiving the public, stop that. Next thing, Owen, you have a case right now. Infowars was so disparaged that they're literally, I'm calling it a framing of Alex Jones and Stuart Rhodes. Um, you need to file state bar complaints against that attorney that did that. You know why? Because he knows better. File a state bar complaint against these attorneys for knowing what they did was absolutely wrong. File a, um, a complaint against Liz Cheney for stepping outside of the bounds of appropriate decorum and ethics to edit a video selectively, not show Ryan Samsell rendering first aid to the Capitol Police. What is that to do? That's to deceive the public to paint a narrative, to brainwash us. On the other side of the break, let's talk about how patient they are. They'll work with a potential active shooter like the Buffalo shooter for two years in a 4chan uh, uh, chat thread to get him to be a, uh, a willing uh, uh, shooter at the local uh, Black American grocery store, of course. These are very patient people that not only script things and script their narratives, they have to put all their stuff on the teleprompter to make sure they're lining up their lies so that nobody really can tell the difference. But we caught them. We caught them yesterday. That's the positive side of it. Oh, and we caught them in their first day of their hearings. Now let's take action. Let's yeah, start and, holding. Yeah, and action, exactly. And, you know, Republicans, and this might be too little too late, but it's an idea. Maybe it, maybe it, it could desire some application here but hey let's do hearings let's call up the police from new york that were hospitalized by democrat riots in 2020 let's call the police in chicago that were hospitalized by democrat riots the police in los angeles the the victims of the uh, families of the dead police let's call them for hearings about the democrat riots let's get one of those going the internet and talk radio are on fire with the slogan alex jones was right people ask what's it like to be vindicated 
Well, it's actually a very sick feeling because I knew this was coming. I tried to stop it. And now everything I've talked about is going to become more important than ever because the globalists aren't hiding it anymore in policy reports and documents. It's now out in the open. Klaus Schwab said last week that they rule the earth. The Bilderberg Group founded Davos Group. So now the fight's out in the open. They're making their move because they know they're behind schedule. We're going to win this thing. God's watching. The children are counting on us. I just want to thank the viewers and listeners for your word of mouth and your prayer and your financial support because without you, InfoWars would not be here. So I want you to really internalize the fact that you are the InfoWar and you are the reason humanity has a fighting chance. So I want to thank you and salute you again for all you've done and ask you now to redouble your efforts. You know, it all makes sense now. This is just a big Hollywood production. That's why they've been marketing it for the last year and a half to keep it in your consciousness because they knew they were going to eventually release their big movie, a.k.a. these January 6th hearings. So, I mean, yeah, let's why not bring up the summer of 2020 riots? Why not? I mean, you know, let's bring them up. Let's we should seriously. I mean, Democrats want to act like they're the party of peace. I played the compilation earlier on the transmission. I mean, you could play compilations for hours of Democrats calling for violence. I mean, directly calling for violence. And then they attempt to assassinate dozens of politicians at a baseball practice in D.C. They go out in front of Supreme Court justices to attempt assassination. They kill a Trump supporter in Portland. They kill a Trump supporter in Denver. They kill a Trump supporter in D.C., five of them actually on January 6th. I mean, let's have hearings. Democrats want to play hearing games. Let's go, Republicans. Step up to the plate. Let's 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 put all the facts out there. Let's show the world who the true evil party is. That's an easy victory for Republicans. I mean, the Democrats give us thousands of times the ammunition. The the Democrats have one day, one day in the history of this country, one out of thousands of Republican events that got out of hand. One, one. We've got dozens, hundreds, thousands of Democrat events that get underhand. We, we know that it's the weather underground that influenced Barack Obama, Kathy Bodine, Chesa Bodine. I mean, it's got a history of domestic terrorism. I mean, I can go on and on. And I'd rather not play these games. I'd rather just the, the, the country look at these corrupt Democrats and just say, hey, you know what? You're done. You're done. Stop your sham hearings. I'm not going to accept the and I understand what you're saying. It's one day. Uh, compared to what they do and the impact of what they do uh, and the damage they cause during their riots. I'm not going to accept the accept it for the following reason, that it was one day that some people made mistakes uh, because they are withholding information. We have whistleblowers internally that are afraid to come forward. The attorneys need to request the facial recognition uh, uh, programs that identified Ray Epps, and that's how they determined to take Ray Epps off of the, the list of people to target for indictment, as well as the hundreds of federal agents who were in the crowd. The majority of the front line and the breach were federal agents. So I'm not going to accept that the chaos was something that spontaneously occurred because of emotion. I'm going to say that it was provocateured by federal agents. They needed that scenario so because they reverse engineer indictments they needed an insurrection because uh we were gathered together peaceably and we generally are peaceable so owen i want to know what uh, what did they find out with the facial recognition software how many friendlies were there there are people internally that are whistleblowers that want to come forward but they're afraid to do that here's the next thing owen 
You could have Liz Cheney play political games and shifty shift and say, well, we can get away with this stuff. We're not non-attorneys and, you know, we're just con congressional political hacks. But look at this guy right here. See this guy? Marcus Childress is a licensed attorney who is investigative counsel for the U.S. House of Representatives. What he did was so egregious, okay? He knows better as an attorney. He could actually have his bar license removed because he's not Liz Cheney, the political act. He's actually an attorney that knows better than to do what he did legally to Alex Jones and to Stuart Rhodes by essentially framing them and attaching them to something derogatory that they should have never been associated with. Well, I, I don't know, uh, Pete. We've got a real powerful testimony here from a J6 witness in clip nine, apparently in the middle of the most violent insurrection of all time, folks. Listen to what the J6 witness in clip nine has to say. Well, no, first of all, we went round to the back and down the steps and we took some photographs on the east side of the Capitol. Uh, and then we went for lunch. We went for tacos. They went for well, no, tacos, all, we Pete. Went to the back and by the way, and that the was steps. the documentary filmmaker who was filming the Proud Boys that day. He was called That's to right. the stand as a witness. In the middle of the violent insurrection, the planned insurrection, they just said, hey guys, wanna get some tacos? You know, in uh, the Bundy cases, do you know what broke the case open? Because they had a quote unquote, documentary filmmaker organization. It was actually the FBI. They had a $500,000 Mercedes, Mercedes Sprinter. They had this huge team of people. They, they pretended they were documentary filmmakers, and they did so for the purposes of getting everybody on record six months after Bundy Ranch. They got them drunk and had them make certain admissions on, on film, right? And they presented that, uh, that video to the jury. Well, guess what? Right in the middle of the trial, uh, we found out that it was actually done by the FBI and it was busted wide open and their entire case unraveled and the jury was disgusted by it. So I want to ask that documentary filmmaker with the British accent, sir, are you working for British intelligence? A. B. Are you getting paid by the FBI or the CIA? Are we asking any questions whatsoever to cross examine everything they're putting out there? Absolutely not. But guess what? I believe the American public deserves to have the answers to these questions, and especially those that are awaiting trial. Don't you agree, Owen, that we have to have answers to the questions? Oh, absolutely. Questions I mean, I mean, right? you can't have any because let's be honest, they want to they want to perpetuate this as a legal proceeding. It's obviously not. If it were a legal proceeding or a legitimate hearing, you'd have you'd have counterpoints, you'd have counter uh, uh, witnesses, uh, counter evidence, counter lawyers. You don't have any counter. It's just all totally controlled. But I mean, come on, Pete. I mean, you know, you're, they, they, they claim that this violent insurrection, this coup d'etat was being planned for months and everything. Hey, let's just go get tacos, guy. Yeah, screw about all of our planning. Let's just go get some tacos. And by the way, I agree with what you said at the beginning of the segment. And, and, and let's just show them more evidence of this. And this is just one example. There's other videos out there. I just wanted to present at least one today for the sake of time, guys. Just go ahead and give me the B-roll of clip 14. Uh, this is what we were mentioning earlier, guys. Go ahead and B-roll me clip 14. This is what you would uh, guess are Antifa members. After they, after they break the barriers and after they break through the Capitol, they then go out into the woods and change into their Trump gear. They go out and change into their Trump gear. And by the way, this isn't the only example. There were others that were actually inside with backpacks clad in black that broke windows and then went inside and put on a Trump hat. So there's all kinds
kinds of evidence. Oh, look, these guys clad in black, covering their faces, broke the barriers, broke into the Capitol, and now all of a sudden they have Trump gear on. I mean, how is this not presented out there? Yeah, and then, of course, uh, they, they roll this clip here, and they say, oh, here comes Joe Biggs, right after they just disparaged uh, Staff Sergeant Joe Biggs, who's awaiting trial. He's presumed innocent, but they're attaching him to say that he led 1.5 million people through this window, and they put his name across the bottom. You think he's going to get a fair trial? You think he's going to find a jury anywhere in America that saw this thing uh, to think that uh, Joe Biggs is is innocent? Uh, and the window think- may have been... And, and here's a legitimate question, and I, I genuinely don't know the answer. My guess is no. Have any of those individuals that broke into the Capitol that we just saw in that film that were all clad in black, classic Antifa wear, have any of them been ID'd and or arrested? Do you know of it, Pete? I, to, to my knowledge, the answer is no. This is what I do know. Uh, the reason why the video has not been released is because there's been a, a lot of people ID'd. And the majority of them, a lot of them, are feds. They don't want to reveal that to the public. Marjorie Taylor Greene pointed that out yesterday at the podium on the floor of Congress. Why are you not releasing those videos? Well, I'm going to tell you that we had a whistleblower come forward, leak information through proper channels, because they're desperate to get somebody to request all the data that they've identified hundreds of federal agents. I know one of them that was out on the lawn outside the Capitol that was removing all of the barricades that said restricted area. How many people got charged with entering a restricted area? Well, that restricted area was made available thanks to the good graces of somebody working for the Joint Terrorism Task Force. And by He's the way, video. by the way, any other, any other circumstance, any other circumstance, if, if, if you're gonna try to charge someone with trespassing, but you, the defendant, let's say you're a defendant, you get charged with trespassing, and you, the defendant, you have evidence that shows you were invited into the building. Guess what? Trespassing charges dropped, trial thrown out. There's video of the police inviting them in. There's videos of police removing the barricades. How are trespassing charges not dropped, even for those that weren't even trespassing? Like, I don't know, maybe me. Yeah, but of course they say that everyone, 1.5 million of us, had the intent to go there and stop a congressional proceeding. I don't know where that came from. That's like, oh, here's here's Donald Trump calling for peace. Here's Alex Jones calling for peace. Oh, they're to blame. Here's Ray Epps calling for violence. No, no interest in Ray Epps, though. Let's play that clip when we come back with Pete Santilli. Remember when a Democrat showed up at a Republican baseball practice to attempt a mass murder? No hearings. Remember when a Democrat mowed over? Almost 100 people at a Christmas parade? No hearings. Remember when a Democrat went to assassinate Brett Kavanaugh? No hearings. Remember when Democrats burned American cities for an entire summer straight? $2 billion property damage, thousands of injuries, thousands of police hospitalizations, dozens of murders. Some businesses never reopened. Any hearings? No. No, but the political stuntry of the Democrat Party continues. It's the most corrupt party in this nation's history, folks. This country can never get to the next level until the Democrats are completely done, completely eradicated politically from this country. Here's the video of Ray Epps that uh, still many questions remain and many may be answered in the next segment when we're joined by Dr. Jaron Beatty. Pete Santilli still with us. Here's the video of Ray Epps that they made sure did not make the air last night and they don't want you to see in clip four. Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. No! No! Peacefully! Fed! 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 
Tomorrow? I don't even like to say it because I'll be arrested. Well, let's not say it. We need, we need to go. I'll say it. All right. We need to go in. Shut the fuck up, Boomer. To the Capitol. Based right. Fed posting? All right. <laughs> <laughs> we need to go into the Capitol. I didn't see that coming. Okay. Now, here is January 6th. The other footage was January 5th, the night before. Now, January 6th, doing the same thing. Ray Epps calling for people to go in. All right. No, Dave, but one more thing. Yeah, so can we go up there? No? When we go in. Are we going to get arrested if we go up year. there? Yeah. You don't need to get shot. Now, before the breach of the grounds, here's Ray Epps again. Right at the barrier as it's being breached. And then you have a bunch of guys clad in black who were the first guys to go into the Capitol. A bunch of guys clad in black. Still not identified. And then there goes Ray Epps. So, to my knowledge, and I and I'm you know I would imagine they'd show us any other evidence if it existed of individuals encouraging people to engage in violence or encouraging people to uh, break into the Capitol or encouraging people to go over the barricades. That was Ray Epps, and that's John Sullivan. I'm not I've, I've yet to see any other evidence of people encouraging that except those two. Neither one is currently in jail. John Sullivan is in a legal battle. My guess is uh, he'll probably fare just fine in that. And then uh, Ray Epps, no charges, no arrests, you know, not even brought up in the hearing. Uh, it's just amazing stuff. Pete, we've got you for five more minutes before uh, Darren Beatty and Roger Stone join me. What else do you want to depart here to our audience? Okay, uh, you, you brought up a, a really good point about why justice is never served to the other side. I'm going to call it anarchy. They're never held accountable for violating the law at all because they've hijacked our judiciary, our DOJ. We've got Soros uh, buying off DAs. Thankfully, Chesa Bodine was removed. Uh, he's a Bill Ayers, George Soros um, leftist that was put in uh, San Francisco. He's been removed. These DAs won't prosecute anyone on the left side that assists in the left uh, side of the uh, uh, political spectrum and narrative. It's called anarchy. Then they refer to what they do to us when they, of course, take the seat of government by um, uh, stolen elections. They call it justice and preserving democracy. And they say constitution and democracy and all of that stuff. And no, I'm going to tell you, Alex Jones is living proof of edits, of lies, of omissions, of malicious prosecution, of even entrapment over a long period of time. I know that they sent their operatives to Alex Jones to sprinkle fake news, only to later on down the road be able to sue him because they knew that their little operation eventually would result in something that they could hold him uh, to account to. It's edits, it's lies, it's omissions, it's malicious prosecution, entrapment, and they want to destroy and break Alex Jones. Notice what they're doing, the shenanigans. He wants to go to the bankruptcy court and show all of his books. And they say, oh, we'll just dismiss those. We're looking more to do a show trial and to break you financially and get your viewers to all look away and, and destroy your operation. Oh, it's, what they're, they're doing to us legally, I mean, behind the scenes, it's folks, it's unreal. It's unreal. It's unreal. Now, here's, uh, again, back to the positive side of it. There's a lot of people that tune into InfoWars. I'm hoping that somebody like Marjorie Taylor Greene 
who suspected that there's a reason why they're withholding all the videos. Now I'm going to tell those people that are listening, if you're an elected official and you're uh, on the on the good side of things, on the godly side of things, then you will demand to find out who these whistleblowers who have come through a senior, a retired senior FBI special agent in charge. They were trusted with this information to bring it as public as it could, could be to get our elected officials and the attorneys to demand to see the facial recognition software uh, that, that they identified Ray Epps at the front line as a friendly. That's why he got dropped off the FBI's most wanted list. That the majority of the people at the bridge were identified with facial recognition. They have this data. There are people internally, a small group that identified who they were. Well, I think that that should be very helpful in establishing the truth be behind who provoked all of the emotion and the chaos and everything that they needed to bring this day. It's all scripted, folks. Look at every single word was scripted. Every single frame was scripted. And it was all for the purposes of deceiving the public. Um, don't let them break us. Don't let them break Infowars. Don't let them break independent media. When we say we need your support, look at what we're going up against. When these people take the seat of government, they have an unlimited budget. They spent millions and millions of dollars and literally went to the, and then think, they think we're stupid. They think that we don't listen to Liz Cheney say that we knew well in advance there was gonna be a disastrous insurrection. It was pre-planned, blah, blah, blah. And we had one person at the barricade in the same exact presentation. If you're an elected official, stop these proceedings. Because guess what? At minimum, push the pause button and say, we'll do the proceedings after the trials are completed because we don't want to prejudice the juries and we don't want to uh, 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 destroy the presumption of innocence of all of these defendants. What they did to Stuart Rhodes was awful. What they did, of course, to frame as always, Alex Jones, just within that short clip that they did yesterday was unacceptable. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, if you don't rise up to this thing with the emotion and the energy and the godliness to demand that your electors and officials shut this down, what they did to Staff Sergeant Joe Biggs, a double Purple Heart recipient, a man who served our country honorably, a man who now suffers uh, from PTSD, needs appropriate medical care, obviously, behind bars, to, to go after President Trump at the expense of one of our troops, uh, Staff Sergeant Joe Biggs, is nothing that I will ever accept while I'm here uh, on this soil in the United States of America. If you love your country, you will rise up and not accept it as well. Yeah, and Absolutely. let me just let me just put it like this. People out there thinking, hey, I'm innocent. I'll never deal with this. Folks, I'm innocent. And look at what I'm going through. So believe me, no one's innocent in a world run by Democrats. And by the way, they're estimating the cost of this hearing right now, Pete, at eight million dollars eight million dollars that's just what we know folks imagine how much was spent on this hollywood made for tv production pete santilli the pete santilli show god bless you brother thank you for joining us i don't care if you work in a cafeteria or pump gas or whether you're a farmer a rancher a doctor a lawyer or a millionaire fortune and money magazine have all done these profiles you see it every year 30 different tax returns, 30 different answers. And almost all of them just screw you over, especially the big firms and, and, and the big tax groups, because they're part of the system and they don't want the general public understanding this and knowing this. So it's a very important situation with inflation and all the things out there hurting everybody to be able to 
two things tax-wise that's legal and lawful that allows you to keep more of your money. We wouldn't even be here if I hadn't gotten great tax advice in the last few years. The whole IRS is social engineering. It doesn't even run the country. They just print the money. This is so the rich and powerful can, can buy everything up. And so the public uh, is basically being sapped to keep us non-competitive and consolidate control. That's basically feudalism. And so the IRS puts out this report and says, well, we don't like this, we don't like that, even though it's the law. And people go, oh, well, the bully says, I don't get the same law as the elite. And then they just screw you over because you don't have knowledge. It's totally sick. It's totally evil. CPAs, by their nature, are not advocates. They are risk adverse. They just want to get the return done and not get in trouble themselves. They don't care about making sure you have the least amount of taxes paid. That's where an advocate, a tax attorney, comes into the picture because what a tax attorney does, what we do is we're, we don't care what the IRS, what some clerk down there interpreted the Internal Revenue Manual to be. We know what the actual law is and we will assert your rights because it's your right as a taxpayer to not pay one penny more than you And owe. let's explain, not you guys cut to the chase. A lot of law firms, you got CPAs too, kind of drag you through, milk you, do all this stuff. In most cases, you just look at right away where they can save money, and then they legally will do it, and then you guys just get a percentage of it, basically. What you need is an advocate. That's a legal representative who's going to fight for your rights and represent you upon that matter. That's what we do. And Alex, it's just like you said. It doesn't matter if you have money, if you don't have any money. You don't. You need to make sure you're paying the government who has admitted that they don't like you. They want to make you broke. They want to take away your dream of owning property and you rent so that, you know, they can have their globalist agenda. Every cent that you pay to the government is going to things that you don't believe in. Ukraine, Hunter Biden's legal defense, et cetera, et cetera. So it's your duty as a patriotic American to pay the least amount as possible to the regime to the globalists, and we are experts in making that happen. They want people to be poor, and that makes me angry. I don't want people to be poor. And so it's just such a no-brainer that everybody needs to call you guys at 833-900-4285, 833-900-4285, jonestaxrelief.com. Here are the services, bookkeeping, no jokes, good people, in quick, business consulting, business entity selection, which is the huge one, uh, estate and trust tax preparation, massive, Financial statements, IRS representation, payroll services, retirement planning, sales tax services, tax preparation and planning, tax levies and liens released, wage garnishment released, in penalties and interest, oh, massive. Tax negotiation and settlement, ultra massive. Reduce IRS tax fee, uh, resolve back taxes, just all these are massive. IRS audit, defense, payroll, tax negotiation, and more at jonestaxrelief.com, powered by great folks in American tax solutions the only way you fail is not writing down the url jonestaxrelief.com one word jonestaxrelief.com or call 833-900-4285 833-900-4285 